Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my free Creative Headspace Challenge. Head over to creativespark.link forward slash headspace and learn how to calm your mind, clear your thoughts and open up headspace for creativity. Now let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to episode 10 of the Creative Spark podcast and today we're going to talk about creative blocks, specifically the types of blocks we all suffer from and some simple ways to clear them. So creative blocks are built by our brains to keep us safe. One of the biggest obstacles you'll face when embarking on any self-improvement is your own brain. The amygdala is the part of the brain programmed to keep you safe at all costs, and this means finding ways to stop you doing dangerous things, such as being creative or leaving your comfort zone. Back in the days of saber-toothed tigers, avoiding danger was probably a plus for the survival of the species. Today, however, there isn't much out there which threatens your safety in the same way. Thank goodness. So your amygdala will sabotage you from doing anything it sees as a threat to your current state, and it'll keep you in your comfort zone. Over the years, as we became safer from saber-toothed tigers, humans started to develop sophisticated methods of self-sabotage. We can usually talk ourselves out of doing anything that will benefit us in the long run in exchange for comfort now. The brain is an incredible asset when appropriately used, but it can also trick us if we don't understand it. Some common ways humans self-sabotage include overthinking, overplanning, perfectionism, that's a tricky one, distraction, and procrastination. So however your creative blocks show up, your best work will only get done if you can clear the saboteurs out of your mind. Cultivating an awareness of how fear plays a role in your life is essential if you're going to spend more time outside your comfort zone. Clearing blocks and protecting yourself against self-sabotage is also necessary if you're going to clear your mind for creativity. Once you successfully negotiate with your amygdala and clear your creative blocks, it's possible to access the subconscious mind in ways which expand your creativity. So the solution to all of these creative blocks is the same. Take tiny, imperfect action steps. You can clear overthinking and overplanning blocks by taking action. It's impossible to steer a parked car. Just get moving and promise yourself you'll course correct as you go. Now, perfectionists are often surprised when I tell them that this is a creative block. We're taught that perfectionism is a desirable trait, but the fear of making something less than perfect keeps many creatives stuck. There's also a paralysis to launch or release something because it's not yet perfect. But as Seth Godin says, just keep shipping. A less than perfect product out in the world can be improved over time based on user feedback. A less than perfect product hidden away in your computer and bedroom dies a sad and lonely death. Now this podcast is a great example. I'm 100% certain that my first five episodes will be terrible and my first five episodes of next year should be better. If I sit here recording over and over again until every single episode is perfect, I'll never get there. So you just have to ship and then improve. And that can take guts. It means you're putting less than perfect work or work you're not proud of out into the world. But the wonderful thing is most people respond to it in a completely different way. They don't see the flaws and the problems with it that you can see. They just are excited that you're producing something that's useful and they're excited to be a part of it. 
Distraction and procrastination, they manifest themselves in similar ways. We either do nothing or something else far more exciting as a way to avoid the thing that's blocking us. If you're an overthinker or an overplanner, you tend to do nothing other than talk or plan about what you're going to do. So tiny imperfect action steps will get you moving towards action. If you're a perfectionist, getting used to letting things go and releasing work that's less than perfect, that can also be helped by taking tiny imperfect action steps because you're moving towards finishing and publishing your work. If you're a procrastinator, breaking your mammoth tasks down into tiny steps will also help. Instead of avoiding huge tasks for days and feeling guilty, eat the elephant one bite at a time. Or if you're a MASH fan, remember how Klinger ate the Jeep. <laughs> one bite at a time. If you're constantly distracted by shiny objects and newer, more exciting projects, guilty. Slowing down your pace and doing less is the answer. So make your action steps smaller and keep them focused on the path. So let's dive into the five actionable steps that you can take to clear your own creative blocks. Overthinking. What is one small action step you can take on a project you've been thinking about for years? Overplanning. If you've been planning an exhibition for years, book a date in your calendar and tell everyone. This terrifying moment will give you a hard deadline to work towards. Now, if you're going to write a book one day, start with 600 words today. Break that big task down, give yourself a deadline, get it done. Perfectionism. What's one project you're still not happy with, but it's 80% finished? Just ship it, get it out there. Give it to the people who need it, get some feedback, and then work on improving it. Procrastination. What mammoth cumbersome task have you been putting off for weeks or even months? Write down every single tiny step involved in getting it done. So if you've got a list of five small steps, schedule each step over the next five days. If it's 30 steps, schedule each one for 30 days. Doing something tiny towards it is better than feeling guilty about not doing it. Constant distraction. If you're constantly distracted, pick one project for this month, just one. You can always do something next month. What are 30 tiny steps you can take on this one creative project? Hold yourself accountable for 30 days on one project, and then you can review it in a month. If something exciting or more interesting pops up, write it down, stick it somewhere you can see it, and then assess in 30 days whether that project is the next project you're going to take on or whether you've got bored of it by then. I hope this episode has helped you understand where your creative blocks are keeping you stuck. I look forward to hearing about all the creative things you've taken tiny steps on this week. So tag me at Creative Spark Podcast on Instagram. Head to creativesparkpodcast.com forward slash blog forward slash episode 10 and look for any links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to creativesparkpodcast.com for all the resources mentioned in this episode. Please also head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss episodes when they pop up every few days. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and I will be back again very soon with another Creative Spark to light up your day.